Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of It's You, Not Me podcast. We are back. It is Wednesday, the 4th. So may the 4th be with you. Yes, I said it. It has been a long, long couple of days. Uh, amazing days, but long to say the least. Um, on Saturday... I um, went to the Lampa Awards, the Latin American Motion Picture Awards, and that was in Alhambra at the golf course, and it was the first one. Um, A friend of mine, Andy Rodriguez, who's an amazing producer, um, invited me to go, and I got to bring a guest, so I brought along my girl, Judith, who is just the sweetest little thing. I absolutely adore her, and when I go to events, you know, you always want somebody that is going to, um, you know, just really appreciate it and not be weird, and when I mean weird is, like, I've taken people to events, and they can be very um, opportunistic, underhanded, sneaky, things like that, especially, like, there is a lot of Um, big names in the Latin community. So we had a great time. It was awesome. I got to get all pity for the day. I got to wear a fancy dress and feel all glam. So that's always fun. I always appreciate that, you know. But it's hard. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm still not comfortable doing the red carpet thing. Um... Yeah, and and it's weird because people always expect that I'm going to be, like, amazing at it because I model. And it's totally different. Like, I, I, I know I've always fought the idea of being a model. Like, I don't like people calling me a model. Like, I don't like to be identified as a model. Um, you know, about 15 years later, I'm finally accepting the fact that, yeah, you know, bitch, you're a fucking model. You've made money modeling. You get booked for modeling, you get hired for modeling. And so, yeah, even though um, I do model, I still get awkward on the red carpet, like doing the step and repeats and things like that. I guess it's just the idea of, I don't know, when when I'm modeling, I'm in a different headspace. I'm playing a character. When I'm on that, I'm me. I'm representing me. 
and I'm putting me out there. So there's a little bit of nervousness. And I always feel like I don't want to come off overly confident or overly like do too much, you know, because and I know that sounds ridiculous and it's but people will talk shit, right? I know it's like you can't please everybody, but it's like being a woman in the industry, you can't be too much and you can't be too little. Like I have to walk in and like, you know, kind of like get everybody's attention without getting everybody's attention, if that makes any sense. And that's a lot of pressure because you want to appeal to both the men and the women in the room. So there's always this sense of like, like dimming your shine just enough so that women don't feel intimidated or threatened it's it sounds ridiculous and as i'm saying it it sounds so stupid but that's how it is sometimes you know and so i'm still back to what i'm saying i'm still uncomfortable on the red carpet or on any carpet or on any step and repeat um and 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 doing the whole picture thing with everybody like I still get a little awkward but I'm working on it I'm working on it you know um so that was fun you know there was amazing people there I made a ton of um new um connections and just network and that's why I love these events because I think it's my way to kind of show people something other than the model when I get to speak and I get to present myself and now they see me in a new light and that's my favorite part about these events the next day after that that was Saturday Sunday I was down um in LA in the fancy parts in the in the west side and we I'm part of the um George Lopez is um I keep doing is uh um um I'm a, um I'm a, um um today. George Lopez has a new tequila coming out, Chicano tequila. And I am super blessed to be a part of his promotional team. So we had our first events this weekend slash week. And it started off with the dinner, um, kind of like, not like a dinner, but it's kind of like the night event where they host people that are going to go to the golf tournament the next day. And they have music and drinking and all kinds of goodies. And celebrities come through and rich people come through and it's a big old thing. And so I got to work that and it was amazing. I met the new love of my life, Miss Cindy. Um, that's my new wifey. This girl is just amazing. I totally am in love with her. She is the yin to my yang. And you know when you just meet somebody and you click that's the vibe and um if nothing ever comes out of it I know like that I have you know I made a new friend and and yeah so it was awesome you know um another girl Giselle she uh we all met like brand new that I didn't know any of them and they're just amazing girls and so it was a blast then the next day Monday morning we had to wake up early and head down to the golf course for George Lopez's celebrity golf tournament where I mean, there was, I met Andy Garcia, I met Charlie Day from Horrible Bosses, Always Sunny, um, Sugar Ray Leonard, Leonardo DiCaprio was there, although he made quick flyby, um, Don Cheadle, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, to name a few, a bunch of sports guys, 
And um, Alicia Delvaya was there. She's, you know, always fire. Uh, love her energy all the time. So there was a lot of great people. And, of course, Mr. George Lopez, who, you know, it was awesome to get to meet him. Um, and, again, networking, right? Putting myself out there. I am was very hesitant. I haven't done promotional modeling or promotional work in probably over 15 years uh, probably since I stopped working at Hooters a little bit after, probably since I, well, yeah, since I stopped working at Hooters. So, well, then that's only like nine, 10 years, 10, 11 years. And I was nervous, you know, I, I'm always nervous to jump into things like that promotional modeling, because like I said, I'm really trying to brand myself as an actress. And, and so I was a little hesitant, but the company you know, knowing that it's George Lopez's company and the connections that are going to come with that and the opportunities um, for me to put myself out there and my face out there. Of course, it's a no brainer. Yes. And thank God, um, the woman who was running kind of like the show, the promo, the promotional team, she got girls that were women. So I was working with women my own age who were beautiful, successful businesswomen, and that made it that much better. Because I hate going into these gigs where you have a bunch of young 20-year-olds who, you know, and the energy is just different. And it's hard to relate to them. And they're in a whole different space. And a lot of times they don't take these things as a business. They don't take it as a, as a job. And, um, and yeah, so it was amazing. I was out there all day. I took maybe about nine tequila shots and I had about three mixed drinks. Um, shout out to Pedro, the bartender that was hooking it up. And and everybody, of course, they're like, oh, I'm going to take a shot if you're going to take a shot. I'm going to take a shot if you're going to take a shot. That was kind of the deal. And I took about nine shots. I've never had so much tequila in my life. I am, for those of you who know me, I'm the worst drinker. I am the worst drinker. I I can't drink for shit. I'm like a three drink maximum girl. And the tequila shots were small. So of course it wasn't that bad. And then, you know, we're trying to eat and drink water and hydrate. And it was just a long, like probably eight plus hour day. And by the end of the day, my head was pounding, pounding. Like I couldn't wait to get home. I mean, I didn't feel sick. I just my just my head was just hurting but it was great like um the sweetest celebrity had to be sugar ray leonard he was just the sweetest most down-to-earth celebrity and just a joy and you know everybody else was charlie day was super cool too he was like messing around with us and kind of like having fun and and he was like coming to the booth a lot so there was a couple cool ones there's a couple of dicks of course, Andy Garcia, total fucking dick. Like, he had an arrogant attitude. I get it. Like, he's Andy Garcia. But, bro, come on. Like, and his whole crew that he was rolling with, oh, my God. So, there was a guy the night before at the dinner. And he's, like, this New Yorker guy, right? And he's talking about he only drinks Don Julio 42. And his his guy owns Don Julio 42 and blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, when I see you guys on the, on the, on the f- fucking green, 
He's like, y'all's going to take a shot with me. I can't do a New York accent because I'm not a New Yorker. But he's talking like that. And so he comes to the green the next day. And he has his Don Don Julio 42 or whatever. And he's right there. He wants us to take shots. So we humor the guy, right? Because that's our job. We take these little shots. He, like, pours them, you know, through the bottle. Like, pours the bottle up to our mouths and things like that. And so we're going to take a picture and he's like, you know, everybody's like doing like little kissy faces and everything. And he's like, oh, you know, pretend like you're going to give me a kiss on the cheek. And this motherfucker tried to kiss me on my mouth. I was like, oh, my God, why are we starting the day like this? There's actual shots of me, like my facial expression at, like right after when I like move my head and how disgusted I am. But that's the kind of crew that Andy Garcia is rolling with. These bunch of, like, arrogant, rich guys, you know. Mind you, I get it. They're trying to be funny. They're trying to be cool. They were cool to a point, but they're just a little pushy. They're super pushy. They're the kind of guys, like, you don't say no to them. They don't hear no a lot. So they kind of like that, you know, we weren't really feeling them. I felt like that kind of motivated them even more to be a little douchier. But... Other than that, everything was great, you know. Um, it's It was a great event. It was a great three days of, I mean, back-to-back work. That's what I love. I love to stay consistently busy. And, I mean, I was exhausted the next day. Mind you, my, ex, um, my ex-husband's on vacation. So I, have the, I had the kids from Friday... All, I have them from Friday all the way to the to the next week. So that was supposed to be my weekend off. So, I, you know, I usually schedule things accordingly to like what my weekend off is. And then if I don't, then obviously I have to set up, set up babysitting and whatnot. But that was supposed to be my weekend off. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. I have all these events. I'm not going to have to worry about anything because it's my weekend off. Long behold, he says that he made a mistake and he planned his vacation on my day and two other vacations, mind you, two other vacations on my weekends. And I mean, trust me, what option do I have? I'm say no, you know, so I have to make it work. But I was freaking exhausted. I was exhausted come Monday. I dragged my ass up. I took the kids to school and I come home I'm taking a shower I'm getting ready to no no this was not Monday this was Tuesday because Monday was the golf tournament so Monday was the golf tournament and so the kids didn't go to school on that day because I couldn't find anybody to pick them up my dad was supposed to pick them up but he wasn't feeling well so I wasn't going to stress about trying to arrange it I was like you know what they can miss one day Monday so Tuesday comes I take the kids to school in the morning. I come home. I'm getting ready to go to work. And the school calls me. Oh, we have your daughter here. Um, she's, she's coughing. She's sick. You have to come pick her up. Mind you, this little girl is not sick. No, she is not. But she's also very intelligent. <clears throat> and she knows that if she says she's sick, that they're going to send her home because of COVID. So 
a couple weeks ago, she tried to do the same thing. She went into the um, nurse's office and she was saying that how she had a fever the, the, the day before and how I gave her medicine and she was t- lying. And we caught her on the lie and she admitted that she was lying. So then she, you know, they sent her back. So now I drive down to school. My hair is all wet. I just got the shower. I'm freaking pissed. And I go in there and she comes out and she's all smiling. She's <coughs> and they're like, she's really stuffy. Like she sounds really congested and she's been coughing. So you're going to have to take her home and you're going to have to quarantine her for five days. And I was like, excuse me? Excuse me? I'm going to have to take my child home. You're diagnosing her based off of what? based off of her fake coffee and I, and I told him I was like you know she knows she's a very intelligent little girl and she knows that if she tells you guys that she's sick that you're gonna send her home and they're like well she was coughing bitch like a kid can't fucking fake cough so I was mad I was livid livid because I have work all week I have the kids all week and it's just extra stress because my son's in school and it doesn't make sense to me that their, their logic of take your daughter home, but your son can stay in school even though you guys live together and quarantine her. But I, but he can come to school, but she can't come to school. Um, bitch, we live in the same house. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not logical. There's no logic behind these stupid rules. Mind you, the fact that they think that as parents... We can just, I don't know, um, stop working for five days and quarantine our children? Uh, I don't think so. What world do you live in? Are you going to pay my rent when it comes? Mm, probably not. So I was upset. They're trying to like chit chat with me, trying to small talk. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. I will take her home. And they're like, she can come back on Monday after you get her tested. This little girl did not cough one motherfucking time from the time we got in the car and left that school. I know she was faking. She she didn't want to be in school that day. And she's definitely going through this feeling. Um, you know, it's hard. Obviously, she's six years old. Um, it's an adjustment. Like, me and her dad have not been together for a while now. Like, almost three years. But it's still really hard for her to do the back and forth. And not to mention... I have a really busy schedule and it's mom guilt. I definitely suffer from mom guilt. You know, I'm, I work two jobs on top of my acting and modeling and everything in between. And I'm, and I try really hard to balance everything out. And of course my kids always come first. And if they ever feel are feeling some type of way, like they're not getting enough attention or anything, I that's why I work two part-time jobs so that I can pick them up from school on the days I have them so I can be at home on the days that I have them and I can spend that time with them but I know it's not enough of course not it's never enough you know I work weekends at the bar at the night you know I rely a lot on my my mom and my brothers to really help me and I'm exhausted I know it's a lot for them and I know they miss me it's it's not easy. It's not easy. And that's the downfall of, you know, that always gets in my head when I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, the events are great. They're fun. But in the back of my head, 
I think to myself, like, am I doing the right thing by my family? Am I doing the right thing by my kids? I know at the end of the day, I hope that it pays off, you know, that the hard work that I'm going to be able to be a full time actress and I won't have to work so many jobs that I'll be able to work exclusively in the industry that I want to be in. But it takes a lot of effort and a lot of hustle. And it's not all glamorous, you know. There's times I don't feel like I want to go to this networking event or I want to go here, I want to go there. Or I want to mingle with people who are fake and don't support me and only support me when they see me doing big things. People who say one thing to your face and talk behind your back. Like, it's it's not a nice industry, you know. So I get it. I get she probably was just feeling you know I was I was working all weekend and she probably just wanted to stay home and it just is very stressful because this COVID rules where it's like everything's COVID everything's COVID you sneeze it's COVID you scratch your fucking ass it's COVID like it's ridiculous so I told him I was like well if I'm gonna leave then I'm gonna take my son because what's the point of me taking her home I'm going to have to come back. She's obviously going to come with me. She's going to be on campus. She's not going to be quarantined. It doesn't make sense. So I took my son home and, you know, I had to go to work the next day. I have to like drop one off here, drop one off there. And I can't even work a full day because it's, it's just a lot. So I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to fit everything in. It's just one of those weeks where, you know, it's, 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 it's exhausting me, you know, I still haven't even finished painting my stupid wall, if you listen to, like, two episodes ago, I told you I was, like, painting my wall yellow, I did, like, a yellow accent wall, bitch, only, I only did the center, and then I was, like, okay, well, I need a little paintbrush to do, like, the edges, it's been, like, two weeks, and I haven't done shit, and the wall is still not fucking finished, and that's everything in my, in my house, you know, I do one thing, like, I organize my clothes, because I got, like, a new order in, somebody sent me clothes, and, you know, thank you for sending me clothes, I love clothes, so I reorganized everything, reorganized my clothes, but now it's, like, the family room's, you know, a trash, because the kids are always playing in there, and I haven't got to clean that, I was going through my clothes, the kids' clothes, and getting rid of old stuff, or stuff that doesn't fit, or stuff I'm never gonna wear, it's really hard for me to part with clothes, trust me. I'm like, I hold on to them forever because you just never know, you know? You just never know. But I got rid of the stuff for sure. I know, like, my body is just, the shape has changed. So things are not going to fit. Um, and I have those bags. And I keep meaning to take them to the mission. Haven't done it. So my kitchen, which is already tiny, is filled with these bags of clothes I got to get rid of. I haven't. I'm I'm trying to fix my kids' room, put new curtains, everything. The curtains have been sitting there for a month on the floor. And I just can't seem to catch up because it just there's never time. And I'm old. I'm fucking tired and trying to fit all that in on top of everything else. I have picture frames all over my floor. My friend comes over and he's like, "Are you planning to hang that ever?" Like no, I, I'm planning to leave it on the floor forever. I think that's a really good spot for it. And it's like, yes, I'm planning to hang it. I think it's been there for like three months. 
at least three months since he's been since you know he's come over it's been like three months and it's been on the floor the whole time so that's where my life is so if you come over my house and you see my half painted wall I got this beautiful um like those record players like you know the new ones are like bringing them back um somebody gave me that as a gift like an early mother's day gift and it's still in the box I haven't even been able to put it up or put it, you know, find a space for it. So at some point, I'm like, always tell myself, like, I need a day. I need a day. But bitch needs a week because I need a a day and I'm tired. So my day goes to like, I end up sleeping. I end up catching up on rest and and then the day's gone. So I, I don't know. I need help. I want to clean my, my rug. I mean, there's just so many things and it's so hard to maintain everything I'm doing and a house and life in general. And I really got like a little taste, a little glimpse of like being cons- like consistently busy, which I said I love, but it pulls from everything else. It, and it's scary. It pulls from everything else. And, you know, those are decisions you make when you're dedicated. Like, I'm all in. I have my moments, I have my monthly breakdowns where I call my friend and I'm like, what am I doing in this industry? Am I doing the right thing? Should I give up? And he's like, dude, you've given it so many years of your life and look how far you've come. Don't, don't stop. Get out of your fucking head. You're doing great. You're doing amazing. And, you know, I guess it's the feeling of like, you could always be doing more or you should be doing better or you see other people you know, getting opportunities and you ask yourself, oh, like, why can't I get those opportunities? Or how do I expand? And how do I grow from here? How do I move on to the next level? And there's no answers. There's no one way. There's no roadmap. And it happens different for everybody. And some people are fucking lucky and they just get that shot. And some people work forever and they never get not one opportunity. And I feel like I'm somewhere in between that. And and um and it's exhausting it's exhausting but i try to always look at it po- uh, positively in a positive way i'm i try to not be such a um realist i'm i'm definitely a realist and i and i just know there's just more work to be done you know i'm also trying to help curate this fashion show that I really need to dive into and put some work into. Um, e, Wardrobe Divas, um, if you guys don't know her, follow her on Instagram. She's the one who created that lingerie look for me with the butterfly wings, the like rainbow butterfly wings. Um, she's a stylist and, you know, we want to put together this amazing fashion show pre-LA Fashion Week where, you know, we can showcase like LA streetwear, you know, local designers. And so we met, we had a f- amazing meeting, you know, she is super talented and I want to be a part of this and I am going to be a part of it. You know, I've committed. So now after those couple of days have died down, I can kind of like settle back in and really focus now, get, you know, I've got to like do a little bit of writing get straight. I'm still working on the movie. So that too, I'm working on the movie with my dad. 
we're in the stage of investors. So we are pushing hard for investors. We are having meetings with people. We are pretty much pushing us. We're pushing us, right? We're, we are the ones that are, people are investing in us, in our vision, in our writing, in our story. And that itself is a huge, huge pressure. But I know it's going to happen. I have a lot of faith in the project and what we're doing in, and in how we want it to be done and how we want our vision to be told. You know, this is a, a story, a hip hop story for us Latinos to show our impact on the hip hop culture. We have an impact. We have an influence, you know. And this is a story that's going to tell it. And there's never been a story that's been told like that. You can look on YouTube. You can Google Radiotron. And you can see what it's all about. And what my father did. And that's the story that we're telling. And it's coming. Like we have an amazing team behind us. We have so many people that are on board. And now it's just putting all the pieces together. And making it happen. And in 2024 when this movie comes out. (laughs) Because it's a process. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud. You know, it's it's been a lot of hard work, a lot of hours. I've learned so much, and and it, it's it, it's only the beginning. So on top of all that and everything else, and number one, being a mommy. Bitch is tired. A bitch needs a vacation. I am a bitch. I am bitch. I need it. I need a vacation. I am done. I need like a weekend away. I need just to, I need to get away. I need it. I am dying for it. It'll be so good to get away. Just to not, just have fun. I haven't had fun. I mean, I have fun. I have fun this weekend. I had fun, you know, at the events, but that's still work. I'm still representing a brand. I'm still you know, representing a company, representing myself. I don't want to represent shit. I want to go out. I want to get ratchet. I want to drink. I want to dance. I want to have a fucking bomb ass time. And I deserve it. And I have to tell myself I deserve it. Even though it's not easy. And, you know, I am a single mom and I have to be very cautious of every dollar that I spend and every dollar that comes in and out because you never know. I never know. I don't know if I'm going to get fired from one job. I don't know if one job's going to get slow. I don't know if, you know, there's just so many things that can happen. And, you know, so I, I always try to be really cautious of how I spend my money, which is why I haven't really taken any vacations or, or done any trips or anything because I'll have to save for the trip, save to have money to pay for the trip, save to have money while I'm on the trip, save to have money for when I come back and for to cover the bills from the week or the days that I was away and everything in between. And that's a lot. So maybe one day, right? That's what I always say. It'll come. My day will come. In the meantime, I'm enjoying what I have now and the experiences that I that I've been blessed to be a part of. But yeah, that's those were my couple days. Those kind of sums it up. You know, I got a bunch of goodies from the um 
celebrity golf tournament. I got beers. I got George Lopez's beer, like this creamsicle kind of IPA. Um, I got all this like CBD joints, some edibles. They were handing out like everything. Um, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I'm excited to go and see like what's next. And this is like a total side note, you know, but for the girls that listen, like I'm blonde right now. And this is just what's been on my mind for like the past two days. So I'm blonde right now, blondish. And in the sun, sometimes I feel like it looks yellowy. So I don't like it. And I'm going through all these auditions, right? I have all these auditions coming up. People have been reaching out to me to audition for their their shorts or their pilots or their series or whatever they have. And I like to audition with brown hair. And I know that sounds so stupid, but women know, like, I want to be blonde and I want to be brunette. Like, I feel like blonde looks good with certain things and being brunette looks good with certain things. That's just a side note. But, I mean, I really, I, I don't know, I go through these, like, phases every so many months where I'm, like, over my look, over my hair, over over so many things where I'm like I need change you know I think a lot of it is like on my free time I have like nothing but to do but to look at myself and you know when you're always on camera and you're always in pictures it like amplifies everything right so I have nothing better to do than to pick at myself pick at my flaws pick at oh I look better like this oh I don't like that oh what's that or what's that new wrinkle or does my face look droopier or things like that that's like is that a woman do men go through that do men like look at themselves in the mirror and be like man like I'm getting bald like what can I do about that I don't know I I I always wonder I'm not gonna lie if I could be a man for one day, it would only be so that I could eat whatever the fuck I want. I could put on some fucking jeans, a t-shirt, call it a fucking day, and eat and drink and not have to worry about having a big bloated belly. Because it seems like guys, they don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't care um, if they eat what they eat. I, I don't know. Is that... Some guys do, like super ultra gym guys do, right? They always care. But the guys I usually date, they don't give a fuck. They eat whatever they want. Some of them don't even really exercise. And I'm over here, like, trying to fit in a workout, like, four times a week at least. You know, I eat, I fucking smell a piece of bread and I gain eight pounds. Like, that's, that's my life. I don't know. Am I the only one? I don't feel like it. But I definitely don't feel like it, you know? But it's like, I... I was like at these events and I'm eating and the next day I just felt so heavy. I felt so gross. And I'm just like, I wish I didn't have to care. And like, I could just eat. I have to get like super thin to be at at that stage in my life where I'm thin enough that I I can afford to put on four pounds during a weekend. I I could give you four pounds during the weekend by eating whatever the fuck I want and drinking whatever the fuck I want. Just a side note, this is just what's been on my mind these past two days, just struggling with self-image, you know, I never know which way to go, I, I'm i never satisfied with what I look like, 
ever. I always feel like I changed one way and then I feel like, oh, I should go back the other because it's, I don't know. Is that all women or is that just me and I'm, I have issues? I know I have issues, but I don't know. Let me know. Let me know. Ladies, drop a comment. Do you feel like that? Let me know what you guys feel. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And like I said, it's amplified by the fact that I see myself in pictures. I get the unedited version. And yes, of course, my pictures, they're not altered, obviously. Because when you see me in person, you know, by yes, things get smoothed out. Yes, they smooth out my skin. Maybe they, you know, if I have a deep wrinkle, they may take it out a little bit. You know, if my longha is hanging out a little bit too much because I'm twisted in a weird angle, yes, they might, you know, bring it in a little. But I'm never ever my pictures are never ever altered so that I don't look like me I can't I get booked to do live videos like I get booked for acting where like I'm on camera you don't you can't edit that you can't edit camera you know and I try to post lives or not lives like um stories and stuff and yes obviously we use filters I of course I use a fucking filter you know, it's, I look tired most of the time, you know, and I don't feel like I need it. I don't feel like I need the filter, but I think it's just become a standard. I'm not saying it's a great standard. Trust me. I'm never going to look like that fucking filter. You know, my nose, the older I get, I feel like everything's falling down, starting especially with like my cheeks because I have high cheekbones I feel like they're drooping I feel like my nose droops you know when I smile I mean you're not alone you know it's not I don't go around and people think I'm so confident and people think that I am you know this certain way and I tell them it's like <laughs> I'm not not confident but I am very self-conscious about my body i'm confident in me and i've always said that i'm confident in me and my personality and my ability to talk and i feel i'm you know intelligent and i'm i know me inside confident about me my personality not so confident about the outside me not not at all because that's what people judge you on off the bat regardless what anybody says you're judged solely off the way you look from the beginning no matter what that's facts then when people get to know you then they make other judgments you can change their mind you know you can kind of push them in either direction i've met girls that are not attractive but you meet them and they have these great personalities and they're so much more attractive i met girls that are super fine they have shitty ass personalities and they become hideous and ugly so you know i am confident in who i am inside you know but i still struggle I still struggle like everybody else. Nobody's perfect. Not even close. You know, I don't pay for my body. Um, not that I wouldn't. Not that I'm against it. But I want to look like me. I want to look like a normal human. I would never alter my body to look like somebody else's. I, w- I don't, I'm not against, you know, a little tune-up, plastic surgery here and there, some filler, some Botox. I want to age gracefully. Of course, I want to look my best the longest I can. And I'm all for it. If it's for the right reason. 
you know there's girls who get their body done and they think i'm investing in my body because my body's gonna make me money and it's like no baby girl you have the wrong mentality your body shouldn't be what's making you money unless you want to be just a body if you're gonna invest to make money invest in your brain take a business class you know work on a like take acting classes do things that are going to actually help you in the long run but thinking that you're going to make that you're going to go and get your whole body done and that's going to make you successful mm. there's something wrong there then there's a lot of girls unfortunately that think like that there's a lot of girls that do that and feel like that and why because we as society have made that facts girls go and get their body done and all of a sudden they're getting booked to do whatever and promote this and they be just become ig famous and influencers and they're making money we created that we a society created that that's actually a job that women are actually thinking let me go and alter my body so i can make money and be successful whatever that success means to them there's no long-term success in that we right and that's not gonna be the hater because i'm all for it a tune-up a tweak of this but do it for the right reason do it for the right reason that's all i'm saying anyways i could rant about that for forever you know but for now i'll like let you guys' ears rest again if you're not following me make sure you follow me on instagram at ashley alvarez official follow me along on my journey on everything i do i'm constantly posting there's so much more coming up Thank you to everybody who listens and follows and shares and likes and tells people about my podcast. I really, 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 really love you guys for that. Um, And thank you for letting me vent. You guys are my eternal diary and I am forever grateful. You know all my secrets. So shh, don't tell anybody. All right, guys, with that, I will see, I will not see you guys. I will talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Kill it. And I'll be back next week.